0: Welcome back to the underdog jets podcast and victory Monday. I think we titled this one, the second one out of the first four weeks, the AFC North gauntlet, and they go two and two Uh, giants, three and one jets, two and two, you know, in terms of New York football, if you ask New York football fans, Hey, five and three after the first month, would you sign up for it? They would do it in a hurry. Wayne, Zach Wilson came back. I don't think those Joe Flacco truthers are uh, chatting it up today.
1: No. Uh, Yeah, happy victory Monday. Yeah. Um, You know, I had said, you know, he was a good, you know, stay for a couple weeks. But, you know, it's Zach Wilson's job, and it will be for for a while. And, uh, you know, I'm glad he went in there. I knew it would take him a little bit to get going based on that, having the preseason work and being his first game. but. He surely got cooking in the, uh, the the second half and in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, and I kind of felt this way before going in. Like, we would know right away on the first series. Mm. Just by looking at him, whether he was confident, comfortable. And although the results weren't there, you know, the, the makeshift offensive line contributed to it, you could tell he was confident. Like, he, it was the confident Zach Wilson – and I felt good things were coming. Uh, you know, after his first pick, the, the the switch kind of flipped off a little bit. But the biggest thing at what you want out of your quarterback is on third down in nut crunching time. Do you deliver? And he delivered time and again.
1: Yeah. I didn't think they had six uh, third down conversions. But uh, the biggest thing going in, I'm thinking, you know, they got some new weapons, but all reliable was Corey Davis, who was yeah. his you know, had the best rapport with last year, uh, especially in the, in the beginning of the year when he first came out. So that's uh, that's who he went to when it's time. sprinkling on all little uh, Garrett Wilson and a throw from Braxton Berrios. Uh, and that was the perfect recipe for a, uh, you know, upset win yesterday. Yeah, and uh, Jets did a good
0: job with uh, with this one, keeping it a secret. AVT played left tackle. This man played left guard as a rookie last year, got switched to right guard this year, trying to pair him with Makai Becton, power right side. Didn't know what they were going to do because Dwayne Brown's still on IR. I think he's going to be good for this week, but I'm not positive. If Max Mitchell even goes down during the game, I mean, they've had their top four tackles injured. Their starting quarterback play one game out of four, and they're two and two. But credit AVT, you know, this guy is right up there in terms of their best players. And I tell people this, he's talented, no question. But being the best player on the team or being one of the best players, the leaders, it's not just about talent. Yeah. He's no nonsense, tough, available. You never hear a peep from him. He goes to left tackle and he
1: does a good job. Yeah. Um, you know, you gotta credit that to uh Joe Douglas getting back into the first round and picking him up. But uh yeah, I saw um the kid that got hurt, he's not out for the year. It's just uh, you know, an IR. I think he dislocated his kneecap. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, it's crazy, crazy how things turn out with injuries sometimes. But they pieced it together. Um, you know, and it, it's going to be tough. They did give Zach time, but uh, like I said, he showed what he's all about. Um, and uh, like I said, I'm just happy to have him back, man. I was when I, I didn't realize uh, someone called me and was just saying, "Wow, did you see that?" And I didn't know what it was, and then I saw the uh, the score, and I was like, "How did that happen?" And then I look, I'm like, "Yeah, there's a big comeback."
0: What are you talking about? The fourth quarter comeback? Yeah, I yeah. Mean,
1: what what have we led for in the uh, in in the two wins? Not, 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 very
0: much. Not not much time whatsoever. I so, mean, yeah, That's it, a
1: testament it, to Coach uh, Sala, You know, keeping these guys focused on a task at hand, and I love the fact that they're winning on the road. And the and the wins at home will come.
0: Yeah, if there's one thing this really indicates is that this, these guys never give up. They, do they have to clean up some stuff in terms of maturity? Sure, it, it, some of the scheme stuff still have to come for sure. But they never give up, and that's a sign of a football team coming together, trusting one another. And you know you can't really ask for much more at this point. And in terms of Zach Wilson, look at this play win. Look at the anticipation on the comeback to Moore. Decides to throw it right here. He knows it's single coverage everywhere. The hips are turned here. So we trust Moore to win one-on-one.
1: And 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 the the coverage underneath, the guy's has his back to him. Yeah. um, Covering the slot. He completely turns his back to him. So that's perfect. And he just threw it right over the top. Yeah, this is throws. This is throws that... Flacco's not making, and not a lot of guys in the league are making. This kid's special, I'm telling you. Yeah, these are the type of throws. I mean, you got to understand,
0: not a lot of offensive coordinators, even in the NFL, trust their quarterback to make that type of throw. 15, 20-yard comeback, you know, deep sideline. That's incredible. And then the pocket on top of it, you know, decent pass blocking. I don't think the O-line was that big a deal as people, you know, six-man rush, good pass protection. He was confident the whole time in the pocket. I don't think he, they were that bad. It wasn't ideal, but he he just he stood in there
1: and yeah, he felt great, and he still stepped into the pass. Yeah, those those long routes outside the numbers that's a tough throw, especially uh, like in MetLife Stadium. This kid can make all the throws. He can throw the whole route tree, and that's what I
0: think separated him from the guy, the other guys that went after him when watching him on at BYU. Let's see we um,
1: got. Wayne, we I got. Wayne, I want Rich got Wayne, I want Quinnen to stay a long time. Any guess on when and if we give him that large contract? Generally, contracts aren't given during the season for the most part, but I know that the, the, he's a main focus, main cog in that defense. So uh I, I can't see any reason why they wouldn't look to keep him long term. Um he's a big piece of the puzzle. And um, you know, I think they should try to do whatever they can to keep him. Yeah, I do too. And
0: you could see the talent. He's he's he may be arguably the most talented guy on the team, and he's winning one on one. So you got to do what you can to keep him. Uh, hopefully, he just busts out this year. Hopefully, you see it in the numbers too.
1: Yeah. Um. Listen, he should have made the Pro Bowl last year. Uh, it didn't happen that way. And um, You know, he's getting better every year. And he's he's become a dominant guy. Uh, on the defensive line in, in the league, I'm not saying he's the next Aaron Donald, but he's he's getting toward the uppers here
0: Yeah, Jet Up Buttercup asks: Is that tipped interception of Conklin off Con- Conklin's mitts, Zach's fault or Conklin's? I mean, listen, I think the first mistake is viewing it black or white. You know, both guys. You you can't. Conklin was wide open, so Zach delivered a high ball. You can't have your tight end outstretched trying to leap up to make the pass. So it was a bad pass. And then if you're Conklin, you want to bring it in or at least do something to make sure it's not a dangerous play. So I I would go both guys there.
1: Yeah. The worst majority of the picks in the league are tip passes, um, which isn't always a fault of the quarterback or receivers falling down right at the break or something like that. So it's part of the game. Um, I don't blame the quarterback for, for, you know, I think mean, it was 50-50 quarterback receiver's fault.
0: Yeah. Snowball says the Flying Dutchman with an exclamation point. He remembers the old nickname there.
1: Yeah, back in the mid, the early 90s, um, a long time ago, and they, they became the Hofstra Pride, which I uh, wasn't a big fan of. But uh, the weird thing was we were the Flying Dutchman, but we have a lion and a lioness at our, as our mascots, yeah. um, which was funny because we had – A girl in the lion costume and a guy in the lioness, which is kind of weird how they went back and forth. I don't know why they did that, but uh, those are the good old days, man. Uh, What is that? Who was that wearing Joyner's jersey? I guess you're talking about LaMarcus Joyner with his two interceptions. Listen, he's a solid player. He had some bad games. I understand that, but you're only as good as your last game and last game was pretty good. Yeah, he, he really had a great game. And, and it was more than just the stats, too. Like, if
0: he really did a good job.
1: Yeah, Rich, well, again, another question. I've been a big defender of Corey Davis. Didn't understand the traction by Jets fans. Want him back um, to love our three receivers any chance he comes back to. It? Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he? You know, I mean, he's, I, like I said, he has the best rapport with Zach Wilson. Zach likes to go with him when it's a crucial time, like he did in the, that's the last two drives. So, uh, yeah, they got to do whatever they can to keep the pieces together because this is a young offense. Um, we need another lineman or two, young tight ends. I mean, this is a good offense that could just build uh, in the next, you know, five to ten years.
0: Check, check this play out, Wayne. This was the big cross, crosser to Garrett Wilson when they were down ten. Third down, so you had to have it. Steelers running a cover one robber, basically, and that's how Minka Fitzpatrick gets all his picks, by the way. They just let him freelance underneath with single high and he reads the quarterback's eyes. That's what he tries to do, but watch what Wilson does here with his eyes looking left, looking left, looking left. You know, he knows Garrett Wilson's coming across Fitzpatrick's reading uh, Zach and right now he knows. Yeah. So that's just, I mean, for a sophomore quarterback to get this veteran, all pro safety, you know, just stuck. That's an incredible play. And yeah. he throws against his body with, with an open stance. So that's some of the stuff that we saw that you can't but help but be excited for the future. Yeah.
1: You got to be. I mean, it, 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 listen. All right. He was a, what, the third pick in the draft. What, what was he? Second. Second pick in the draft. I mean, yeah, you expect big things, but man, he's the complete package. Uh, and he can, run the ball. he can run with the ball if he needs to. Mm-hmm. He can extend the play. But, yeah, that's film watching. He sees that guy being a robber down there as one of the best safeties in the league. And part of it is he knows where he's going. He just has to look that guy off or, or look the safety off. And that's, you know, in no time he's going to be doing a no-look pass like Stafford or Mahomes on that. I mean, he's capable of all that stuff, throwing against, against his body, across his body. So, uh, yeah, a lot of cause for optimism. Um this week, are going to get to another tough defense. But, uh, listen, if they can just give this kid some time, they have the weapons.
0: Yeah, Ryder and Talon's – what is that? Ryder and Talon's PA? I don't know, PA? I felt like a light went on for Zach in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, it kind of did. And, you know, I tweeted it before it happened. I, I said – and fans cursed me out, and I understand why. They're down 10. And <laughs> I said, the only positive here is that – the the in structure play goes out the window and you just have to throw and you you can't think anymore and you just have to let it go and it kind of worked to their benefit they still ran the ball which put them in difficult spots but you know they continued going back to the well over the middle you know with RPO or play action and and Zach the light did go on
1: yeah listen once Lafleur finds what's working the best for him um you know it puts him in those situations to better but. The good coordinators and the good head coaches, you know, it's, you know, making the the moves at and the corrections and the adjustments at halftime, and you know, later in the game, that little chess match with the other coordinators is what makes a team be successful. And I think uh, they won the battle, they needed eighty-two in the fourth quarter. Uh, like I said, this—how many games have they all played together? Not many Um, those receivers with that quarterback, with that line. I don't, you know, there's no consistency there. They need that to, to happen as the season goes on.
0: Yeah. Here's the, someone said it in the comments. Here's the fourth and seven play that really kept things alive. The Corey Davis. And again, it was another one where Zach looks left and then looks right and knows it's man coverage again. They just tore up man coverage.
1: Yeah. Listen, these guys, these guys are talented. Um and, and and listen, we don't even we haven't even talked about Brees Hall yet or, yeah, or Michael Carter. No, no. What is Michael Carter, second year? Brees Hall first. Yep, Michael Carter's second year, Brees is first. Yeah. I think if Becton was healthy and Dwayne Brown was there and Vere Tucker's in his natural position. I mean, you're looking at top, you know, third of the league in offense. I mean, you need you need injuries, you know, to not happen. You gotta stay healthy, but just look at that. Look you know, and the tight ends they have now. It's just, it's just the line right now. Just, we're, we're we're one or two guys away from being explosive offense. Yeah,
0: and the again, the offensive line. Let, let me ask you this: How many teams would be successful if their top four tackles get hurt and their starting quarterback plays one out of four games?
1: Yeah, it's not likely. No, and listen, you know, um, Zach said it's a it's an ugly win, uh, and I was talking to some people. Listen, when we had that year, we had a ton of ugly wins. You know, they call us the Shreks of football. Everything we won ugly and Herman Edwards kind of braced that in and out. The, yeah, I remember that Shrek year. You know, the years, the, the Shrek years and stuff like that. But uh, it, it is what it is. It's a win. It's two wins. Um uh, Maybe at, you know, one quarter to go in each game, you didn't actually see this it was going to happen. Um, but they've been in every game. They've been a couple of plays away in every game. Um, and to start off with those four teams versus that division, that's to come out of that two and two. I think is uh, if you could have signed up for that, you would have you would have took that going into the season.
0: Here's an interesting question um, from Marvin Guns: Why is Zach missing those short layup passes? I also think he throws the ball too hard sometimes. Needs a little more touch, like Pennington, methinks. Yeah. Wow.
1: If you're running a route, you want that ball on you fast. You want it coming out of your break and and put on you. But, yeah, there's a such thing as, you know, good touch, you know, uh, depends on the route, Uh, depends on whether it's man or zone, stuff like that. So I can't disagree with people what they see, but they got to understand, like, you got to be able to handle those tough throws and those hard throws. I mean, that's why you get paid the big bucks to catch it. So, uh, yeah. Maybe he could work on it, but uh, he makes all the throws. Uh, he has those all in his arsenal.
0: Yeah, and if you think about it, if the worst thing that Wilson has to fix, has to correct, is that he, he's not hitting the layup throws, you know, the the swings, the stuff over the middle where it's just easy stuff that gets to him where he thinks it's too easy and he goes too casual and it's just fundamentals, he's way ahead of the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, would you uh, have completed that pass to Zach? I- I think oh, I right. one pass in my career, and I was way under t- ended through uh, Lavernius. Um, I don't remember. It worked well on practice, really? but it was different. Uh, and That's why I got to give credit to Curtis. for He took, He actually threw two touchdown passes to me. But um, it, it wasn't so much that. I was like, I don't – not young. I really don't know about the Gritty dance, but uh, I'm assuming he did it right because he got yeah. a lot of props on uh, social media.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I, I was calling it – I didn't even know it was called Gritty. I thought it was Grinny. With the right. ends at first. Well, so. you're
1: older than me, so
0: <clears throat> I mean, I may have that, but you know, let's uh, let's calm down,
1: calm down right there. So yeah, listen, they're having fun out there. They got nothing to lose. They really yeah. have nothing to lose at this point. You know what I mean? Go, you know, they're down in the game. They're going on the road. Chips are against them, and um, yeah, here you go.
0: Yeah, you making that throw?
1: I'm gonna like I will probably throw it underhand just to make sure I get it there. There's the dance. Yeah, right, hey, listen. See you again. It's crazy, but somehow this play keeps working. You yeah, it right does. Right into the line. Like, how do you not see that guy sneaking out? And don't even try to cover him. Just grab Zach, and just take the take the half the distance to the goal line penalty for holding. Right. Yeah. There's. A, let's analyze this dance here. Now, you think his knee wasn't healthy? He couldn't be doing that dance. Yeah, so he's, he's good to go. He's good.
0: Yeah. Uh Did your Did your boy say anything about the dance?
1: uh i showed him and uh i guess that's what the young kids are doing uh yeah. but uh people are like oh it's he just scored a touchdown wayne used to like put the ball down and act like um it Very was just dangerous. a touchdown he's been the, listen you get excited you scored a touchdown in the nfl and i doubt he will ever get a pass you know catch another one maybe one or two in his career so just let him have fun it wasn't so much of the it's just a circumstance coming back he had to be excited you know I haven't played and being you know wanting to get out there and I uh, just celebrate with his teammates
0: mm-hmm. here's one for you Wayne and did you happen to see the two play on Thursday night
1: I saw I saw the you know the end of it but mm-hmm. um I know they fired that doctor played yes. them um you know and it's just a, it's just a situation actually not to bore you but it was just talking to my wife and as a kid Twelve-year-old, we know the family and the, you know, doctors like, oh, he's fine. I'm like, like you know your kid, like the coach, teammates, you know your player, you know too, you know them, you know if they're not right. That yeah. that guy wasn't right. Someone needs to step up and say, just step aside. I know we we're it's a it we're doing good. It's early in the season, but just like with this kid, doctor I said, no, you know your kid if something's off and he ain't right, you know and I did that. I went back in when I wasn't right and my family knew it and I wish they would have stopped me. And they should have stopped too from playing and I'm glad uh they came out and, and said he wasn't going to play versus us, which you know makes me happy but like, you know, that they're actually taking care of the guy now.
0: Yeah. There's a fine line with, you know, always wanting to play and tough it out which the you got to expect the players going to want to do that. So yeah. you got to protect them.
1: No, listen. We're not going to protect ourselves. I promise you. Some guys might. I don't know. I wasn't gonna. And like you said, you if you're the OC, you're you're the head coach, or you're you know another quarterback in the room. You got to see that he wasn't right. You just it's behind eyes. You are glazed over. You just
0: Thursday night game too. Thursday night
1: game too. Like that's the capper.
0: And thanks, Snowball, for bringing that up. That's a that's a good uh that's a good point.
1: Uh, James D. Wayne, would you ever try being NFL head coach? If so, how would you run your system and what kind of players would fit uh, your system? Yeah, Uh, I would never want to be a head coach. I wouldn't want to be any kind of coach. Just not my thing, Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, the the system, I like the wide open systems that gets the receivers the ball in, in space, um, you know, single back, you know, spread them out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you have to have the right personnel. Uh, and I think you could put those four guys out there uh, and spread them out one of those running backs on uh, the back. And, and that would be fun to watch, but, you know, you just need to protect the guy. But that's what you wrote. Yeah. Um, zach mobile i i hope it was a statement and not a question because no, <laughs> uh yeah he is mobile i mean didn't he have like a 50 60 yard run last year yeah 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 home, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumbling, so, uh, bumbling. yeah that was a good if, run if need be he could he could run the ball and yeah steven engel says that.
0: does lafleur know that you're allowed to call a screen pass i think he's being sarcastic folks listen yeah. with the screen pass and Wayne knows because he had the perfect offensive line for the screens. Mawai, even a center, yeah. getting out there. you got to have the right linemen, and right now the line's in shambles. They couldn't run the ball yesterday. You have to be together. You have to know each other, and that, I think that's the
1: main problem right now. Yeah, this, the tackle needs to get out there to get that second defender. The, the first one's on the, the, the receiver, then the lineman, and then the, the receiver has to make the third one miss. I mean, it's just how it is. Mawai is the first guy. What made him so special was – you know, on runs, you get the, you know, the tackles pulling, or the guards pulling. Yeah. He was the first guy that could be one person more in and, and pull and get past the guard and the tackle. Yeah. You got to be some kind of athlete to turn and beat your own running back to beat Curtis to the hole to lead block form. Especially
0: what they if they snapping the ball.
1: Snapping the ball and, and doing that and not giving it away. He wasn't light on his, his back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. And that's yeah. why he's one of the best centers to ever play the game. Yeah, him and Mangold, man, those two are just both ridiculous. Is King Blaze, Zach, could work on his play action a little bit? Sure, that'll come with time. Um, but uh, you got to be able to run the ball. You run mm-hmm. the ball, it sets up everything else. So uh, don't get into that, man. It just um, So you understand, King Blaze, you, if you're going to do play action, you're doing a seven-step drop. Yeah, you, you have to be pretty much. I mean, unless it, I mean, for the most part, if you're sending up a, a deeper route, um, five seven step drop, he doesn't have time. You know, he's he's faking the handoff, he's turning his back to the defense, he's looking back at the line, and they're on him already. So, uh, they'll, they'll mix that in once they well, get most
0: this. of the play actions yesterday were the RPO stuff where you just pull it and pass real quick, yeah. pull it, stand up. That's all I can do. Yeah, that's all I can, you know. we got to get your opinion on this because Lawson fans were irate at Lawson and at the officials, but I heard a, a lot of hate towards Lawson on this. And I, my point was, Hey, this is football. This is bang. This is a bang, bang play. And if I'm the coach, I never want my guy to hold up in this situation because it's too close. Do you think this one warranted a 15 yard flag based on the timing?
1: I mean, it's bang, bang. I mean, they can't review it, but, uh, I don't know, man. They, they gave a penalty on that? Yes. It's two steps. It, I mean, it's. He it's, didn't it, hit him it, low. He didn't hit him high. I mean. It, it was perfect. Listen, the one last week or two weeks ago on Franklin Lyra's, like he, it was late. He pushed yes. the guy and then he buried him. He jumped on him. I mean, what do you do? put your arms back? I mean, listen, let me, let let me let see me. this angle here.
0: Yeah. This is the first time I'm really looking at it again after going back and forth to Jets with Jets fans. And I understand you don't want to see a 15-yard penalty, but, man, I'm never telling that guy to hold up there because no. you cannot ask a guy to stop in mid-flight like that. just doesn't Honest, work. You honestly, can't play that way. He would hurt himself.
1: Yes, More often than not, he would hurt himself rather than hurting the quarterback, trying to just do that. This is knees or Achilles or whatever it is. It's not normal to be able to stop. I mean – can't play that way. His Listen, head
0: is to the side.
1: Yeah, his head's to the side. He didn't spear him. No,
0: you can't you can't play that way. Yeah. So it's one of those situations where if I'm the coach, I understand they're protecting the quarterback, but I'm not telling the guy, "Hey, yeah, you gotta be smarter. JFM play, yes. That loss and play, no way.
1: Yeah, that play was that that was such a stupid play. Um the week before. But uh, you learn. You know yeah. what I mean? You learn and you know, they got away with it. They got the win and on to, a, a, a you know, a tough opponent that doesn't have their starting quarterback. Now, I was talking Lavernius. Laverne said that they might be better off with Bridgewater playing. Mm. Um And um, I don't know. Listen, you know. F- What's his reasoning for that? He just thinks he can throw a better deep ball. He's a better overall quarterback. And, yeah, he's skilled. He's a veteran. He's got – you know, the weapons in um, Tyreek and Waddle and Gusecki. I mean, he, you know, they don't have the running game, you know, that that um, other teams have, but those those guys can get after it. I mean, they get down the field fast and hurry those two receivers.
0: What do you think about Miami this weekend? Um, you know, if the Jets win, if they finally get a home game, geez, the, the narrative's going to quickly change in the NFL and the AFC East.
1: Yeah, listen, we're, you know, Buffalo's the top tier um i mean what's the patriots record they are one and three right now yeah so i think you know we can we, we we match up good with them i think we match up good with miami you know it's a whole nother story playing buffalo you don't know what's going to happen to them but yeah i think they match up fine and i think uh they're for to get their first home win it's legends weekend so a ton of the old players gonna be back oh really uh, okay place is going to be jumping and uh I like the fact that Zach's first game was on the road because um, he started slow, which was expected, having not played in the preseason. And, um, you know, we didn't want to hear the Mike White chants and all that stuff. But coming in there, it, you know, they should give him some, you know, little leeway how things start because um, he's going to be the quarterback and you win and you lose with him, and, and that's just what it is, Jeff fans.
0: Yeah, and the atmosphere, again, it's completely different uh, you know, I, I went down to the locker room after the game, and the first person who, who I saw who was there was Woody Johnson by the locker yep. room door congratulating everyone coming into the locker room. And, you know, it, it was all good vibes. So if they can carry it into Miami this weekend against a backup quarterback, and they played Bridgewater. Someone mentioned it. I think Jet Up Buttercup. Play, uh, they played Bridgewater last year in Denver. Yeah. Uh, so there's film with the same defense. Uh, so so we'll see what happens. Let's take some other questions before we go. Yeah, get your get your questions in uh last few minutes here.
1: Can you pick it, game manager? Listen, better than Trubisky. I mean, he's a Pittsburgh guy, he's a home favorite. I think he did they say every pass he threw was completed?
0: It ten was or, at one or? point
1: I saw it was he was 10
0: for 12 with two interceptions. So, so no, was, no ball
1: hit the ground, I he think. He was 10 for 13 with three interceptions. So oh, that's had,
0: right, because the last one was a pick. Yeah, so yeah.
1: Not, not one ball hit the – Not one ball hit the ground. Uh, Teddy whooped it up. So Buffalo, the top team. I mean, you can't you can't question that right now. I know Miami beat them. Uh, either you find it's odd that we're 2-0 away and 0-2 at home. I'm sure this will level out by the end of the year, but surprise – I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It's just – Sometimes it's easier to play on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York's a tough place to play. Um, and, you know, New York fans are not patient and get restless. And I don't blame them because when you're out there, you want to come out firing. And sometimes these Jets are slow starters like they've been. So, uh, yeah, they're going to win. It, it will even out. Um, you got to get the home game. You got to get the home wins versus the East. And I think they're set up to do that. Um, I think they're really set up to do that this week. Um, I'm not sure what the weather is going to be, how bad it's been here for the last couple of days, but uh, I don't think it matters. I think uh, based on what I saw this week, they they kind of like took the next step.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing too, about the Miami game is LaFleur Jets offensive coordinator and um, the Dolphins head coach. They were together in San Francisco. So these coaching staffs know each other very well. So it'll be very interesting to see this game and, and the future ahead. How these two teams go against one another.
1: Legend Killer says Jets never have a home field advantage. Listen, it's not Giant Stadium. It's just, it's MetLife Stadium. They light it up green when we play and light it up blue when Giants play. It's what we have. We share a stadium, um, but uh, you know, it's not the same when Giant fans are Jet fans in there. Jet fans are just more passionate.
0: Um, they're more rabid. It, they're more. Yeah. They're starving.
1: Yeah, Jets fans are, you know, lunch pill, blue collar, like just tough. Like been through some shit. Been through yeah. some tough years. Yeah, you know, battle hardened. Yeah, uh, it's just you know, have, you know, have the the luxury of having some Super Bowls, so uh, I will take the uh, Jets fan base over uh, anyone in the league.
0: Younger too. I mean, you know, Giants have a long history, but. Yeah, right. considering they've been around since the 20s you know Jets the 60s it's going to yeah. be a younger fan base as well
1: right. So we'll see man we'll see you going into uh, next week hopefully we could do another live show uh, next week as we enjoy the questions.
0: Absolutely all right folks JetsXFactor.com. use discount code 80 to get your free 8 by10 autographed Wayne Corbett picture. Um, like us on iTunes share our stuff rate and review five stars. We love you anyway, but we'll love you more if you do the five-star thing on iTunes and then subscribe on YouTube too. Got to get that algorithm boosted. Wayno, uh, bueno, we will see you next Monday, hopefully with the Jets record of three and two.
1: Yeah, and thank everybody for for showing up and the questions and your constant support. And hopefully we brought you some good content and hopefully next week we are celebrating win. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Jets fans, catch you later.